All right, ladies. So last week we chatted about creating your first offer. And though I know there are some steps that I'm leaving out in between this week and last week's talk, I want to chat with you today about simplifying part of your sales process. What this really is going to come down to is creating systems within your business that you can repeat so that you can save time, not miss any steps, upgrade your professionalism, troubleshoot and change part of this process as you get more experience and you see what works for your clients and what works for you. And eventually so that you can scale this or another way of saying that is so that you can pass this off to a staff member that you hire in the future. Hi, welcome to the Black Girl Business Bar podcast, a podcast for Black entrepreneurial and career women who crave practical information that they can apply to their businesses and lives. I'm your host, Khalida DeVos, and in this podcast, I want Black women and women of color to know how to thrive. That means first learning what's possible for them and then figuring out how to make it work. Today, I want to talk to you about getting savvy with your systems in your business. And in particular, I want to talk to you about getting savvy with your sales system. All right, guys, so we're going to hop right into this episode and we're going to talk about simplifying your sales process. So I am not talking about the entire sales process. I know some people look at this as the sales process is starting when you're putting out content and then walking the customer through a path of you know, getting to know you, getting to like you, getting to trust you. And then eventually what do they click on and what do they do and how do you send them to the places, right? So we're going to zoom in a little bit and we're going to focus on the part of the sales process. Once the potential client has come to you and said, you know what? I love what she's putting out. I think this might be the person that I want to talk to, to work with. And how can I do that? So I want to talk about that. And in particular, we're going to break this down in part one, two, and three, part one is your pre-conversation, part two being your conversation, and part three being the post-conversation. All right, so at the risk of over-explaining this, I just want to remind you guys when you're listening to this, if you have a current offer and you have a sales process and it hasn't quite felt right for you, I want you to make sure you stop and think about your process as I walk through this. Maybe you'll grab some gold nuggets or some tips that might help round yours out or make it just a little bit better. Or maybe I'll give you some things that you can think about just to take yours up a notch. In the pre-conversation, you have your offer, which we talked about last week. Cool. Now you've been doing all this showing up and being visible online. Now tell me how people connect with you. So if you remember a couple weeks back, I put out a podcast and I was telling you to make sure you offer a way for people to get in touch with you, right? It was kind of like a bonus step that I was talking about. And I was telling people like, make sure you sell. And the reason why I said, make sure you sell is because I didn't mean like actually sell your, your program or your offer at that minute, but I just meant make sure you tell them how they can get to the next step because getting to the next step is getting closer to the sale. So you have that. And now people need to know how they can get in touch with you. This is part of the sales process. If there's no way to get in touch with you, there's no way to sell anything, right? So how can people get in touch with you? You want to make sure you tell them that. So for me, this looks like, hey, my link's in my bio. If you're on Facebook or LinkedIn or a different platform where there's no real link in the bio, then making sure you always know 
your links that you can share with people so that they can schedule with you. So you want to drop them a link and that link should be going to some type of scheduling page and how they can get in touch with you. Now, I don't recommend just saying like, hey, you know, we've talked in DMs and like, let me set something up on my calendar and sending messages back and forth. And does this time work for you? Or does that time work for you? Because I think that is a little bit too much friction at this point in the conversation. So what you want to do is make sure you're giving them a very seamless way to just click on something and select the time that works for them within your schedule. So that's like a sub point to this first part is making sure you have a way for them to get in touch with you via like a calendar link. I also recommend within this calendar link, if you can make sure you have some questions for them so that you're kind of making sure they're the right person that you want to talk about. And each person's business is going to be very specific. So you're going to know like, what are the questions I need to ask somebody so that they don't accidentally go over to your scheduling page and think this is the perfect person for me when you don't serve that client or you don't do the thing that they want you to do. Finally, in this part, you want to figure out how are you meeting? So is that going to be through Zoom? Is it going to be through Skype? Is it going to be through Google Hangouts? I understand that sometimes in the early stages of entrepreneurship, like when we have online service offers, the big part is like not spending too much on tech. I said that before, you don't have to spend so much and I stick by that. So things like Google Hangouts is going to be free if you have a Google account. Also like your Google Calendar, everything will flow onto your Google Calendar so you can schedule appointments, you know, all that stuff is free of charge. Google Calendar doesn't have like an outside link that you can kind of ask people to fill out and things like that. So you might want to use something else like Calendly and you know, there's, there's many different ones, but they have like free versions of them. If you just are setting up like one appointment, it's a good place to start. And it's a good place to kind of test out the software and know what you want. Just to recap that real quick in the pre-convo, you want to make sure you're telling people how to get to you. You're making sure that there's a way that they can get to you. So, you know, like a, a calendar link. And then finally, you're making sure there's going to be a place for you guys to meet on that date and time. All right. So part two is actually my favorite part because it's kind of like the meat, the thing that we really need to nail the actual conversation. So yes, there needs to be structure around conversations. When I used to coach crowdfunding on a platform, I always had a structure around my conversations. And any time I've been in a sales environment, sales jobs, we always had structure. Eventually structure always becomes your own, but it's always nice to have a starting place so that you make sure you're hitting the points that you need to hit and you make sure you're progressing the conversation, right? So in this part, you wanna make sure you're reviewing the questions that you asked the customer when they were filling out your calendar. You wanna make sure you have some clarification on why they're even reaching out to you. You wanna make sure you're starting to get an idea of questions that you wanna ask them to further clarify. And also you want to make sure they have a, a moment to collect their thoughts. So the whole idea of them filling this out is so that they have a moment to collect their thoughts. By the time you guys hop on the call, it can go a little bit smoother. So what is the call structure would be the second part of this. Have you thought through how you want your call to be structured? As I mentioned in all of my sales positions, and even when I was like coaching people very specifically on how to use a platform, I always had the structure that I went through. So what is your structure? What's the beginning, the middle, and the end 
to the call to help it progress along and make sure you're respecting everybody's time. Make sure you're not taking too much time, too little time. Things aren't too rushed or they're not too dragged out, right? Because both can be pretty bad for a sales call. It can, it can kind of make it more blah than a wow experience. And the final part of this is how do you handle objections? Every call is typically going to have objections. Even if you have people coming in who are warm leads, as we say, like people who kind of know you, they kind of like you, they're starting to trust you. So they're warm. Even if you have those people come in, they might still have objections. And the reason why is, is because maybe they're about to spend a lot of money with you. Maybe they've done things in the past or they've reached out to service providers in the past and it hasn't worked out. So they have an objection around that. So you need to think about, think through some of the objections they might have, you know, have a list of them and kind of like practice how you talk about those. Do you let the customer bring them up or do you bring them up first? So for part two, let's just recap that quickly. You want to make sure you're reviewing the questions that you asked when they were booking the appointment with you. Then you want to make sure you have call structure in place, your beginning, middle, and end so that you know how you can move the call along and it's not too short or too long. It's not lagging anywhere. And finally, you want to know how you're handling objections. You want to ask yourself, do I want to be the one who brings this objection up or do I want to let the potential customer bring it up first before I say anything? Hey friends, just taking a quick break here to say thank you for being a listener of the Black Girl Business Bar podcast. You are such a valued member of this community. I launched this podcast for you. I want Black women and women of color to know that they have a place to go where community is a priority and they have a resource for practical tips, advice, and mentorship. Mentorship in particular is very important to me as I believe it's the lifeblood of all growth. One of the ways that I provide this for my community and for my clients is through one-to-one coaching and mentorship in my program, Brilliant Business Momentum. BBM is for the woman who is looking to create solid foundations and structure in her business, who doesn't want to go it alone and who sees the value in having accountability. I truly believe that having strong foundations and sustainable momentum are two key factors in having a successful business in the online space. And I've found for myself and my clients, the fastest way to get there is through one-to-one coaching and mentorship. So if you want to build momentum and set yourself up for success, get in touch with me at Khalida at blackgirlbusinessbar.com or by visiting my website at khalidadubos.com slash coaching. We'll make sure the links are in the show notes. And now back to our show. All right. So finally, part three, we have the post conversation. So in a post conversation, it's going to depend on what the potential customer said. So if you were on the call and they said, yes, awesome. You rock. I want to work with you. Then perfect. What are the steps that they need to take to move forward? What is your client onboarding process, right? So what should they expect from you and when, how does that work? What steps do they need to take? Is there anything that is specific to your process that they need to know. But if a potential client says, I need to think about it, or I'm just not sure, or I need to talk to somebody else, by the way, all of those could be seen as objections. But if this is what they say, and you get to the point in your in the conversation, and you really kind of have to wrap it up and 
you know, we want to give everybody autonomy. So they, that's what they say. We, we do want to step back and give them that time to think. You have to then ask yourself in your process, what is my SOP for when a client says one of these phrases? So SOP being your standard operating procedure, how do I follow up with them, right? Are there resources that I want to share in situations like these? So maybe you send them an email and then in that email, you send them some resources within it, like testimonials or other work that you've done, because maybe you heard some objections during the call and you think, okay, I can send them a couple of things that might help iron this out. What is the schedule that you have internally that you stick to for following up with a client so that you can let them know, give them kind of an idea of when you will be following up with them. And finally, how do you easily track all of this? Because for example, if you had five or 10 sales calls in a week, you might start to get lost in this. So if your standard operating procedure is to follow up with people once a week and you had a call with somebody on Monday and then you had another one with somebody on Friday, well, you don't want to follow up with the person on Friday, the following Monday. So you want to make sure there's a way that you can track all of this. It all stays orderly. So let's do a super duper quick recap of all of this. In your sales conversations and in all parts of your business, you want to make sure you're saving time, not missing steps, upgrading your professionalism, troubleshooting so that you can iron out these processes and eventually setting things up so that you can scale. In the sales conversation, you want to make sure you have a pre-conversation, all of that stuff mapped out so that you know what you're doing. In the pre-conversation, you're telling people how to connect with you. You're giving them a way to schedule with you through like links and you're asking them questions within those links. And then you're making sure everybody knows where you're meeting. So if that's on Zoom or Google or however that is for you, everybody knows the right way to meet. Part two in the conversation, you're making sure before you get on that call, you're reviewing all of the questions so that you get more clarification around other things you might want to ask them or how you might be able to help them in what they're seeking. Also, you want to make sure there's a beginning, middle, and ending of that conversation so that everybody's time is respected. And finally, you want to make sure you know how you handle objections in your sales conversations. The third part of this is the post-conversation and You want to make sure you have standard operating procedures for when a client says yes, what is your onboarding process? And for when they say, I need to think about it and you need to ask yourself the questions, how do I follow up? What are the resources that I can share with them? And what is the schedule that you stick to on follow-up and how can you easily track all of it? So that is the sales process in a very, very quick nutshell. I really, really hope this was helpful for you guys. If it was, I would love for you to reach out to me and let me know. Yes, there are many things that we can add to this, but I wanted to make sure you have the overall structure. And just in case, like I said at the top of this, if you already have a sales process, maybe you can use some of these tips to help iron it out. And if you don't have a sales process and you had nowhere to start, these should definitely get you going in the right direction. All right, friends, thank you so much for hanging out and listening to the Black Girl Business Bar podcast. If you found today's episode helpful or had any aha moments, we would love for you to share them with us by emailing me at khalida at blackgirlbusinessbar.com and or 
leaving us a review on Apple Podcast. Every single one of your reviews and your ratings really help us to grow. So if you're loving this podcast, please consider giving us a rating and a review. Ladies, this show is for you. And I really want to know what are the topics that you want to be mentored on. If you know those topics, make sure you reach out to me and let me know so that I can bring them to you. We're dropping episodes every single Tuesday, and we can't wait to see you back then. Thank you.